Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Do it live! TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here, the Odd Couple is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. However you may be listening, you won't be sorry. Keep it locked for the next three hours. We do hear you, Rob Parker. How are you? Can you hear me? Rob is uh, apparently, we got you? Apparently experiencing some technical difficulties. Rob, we hear you. I hear you. Do you hear me? I hear you. Okay. Okay. Yep. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm How excellent. you feeling? Better today? Feeling better. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt fine yesterday, but my voice was feel sick. Laryngitis. You know, I used to get laryngitis as a kid, and just for a few days, I couldn't really speak, um, or or barely could speak. So uh, maybe that's just come back on me. But now I'm good. You don't want that. You got you got to talk every day. That's that, all I that's do no is good. run my mouth. You know, so um, it was nice to have last night's off. The off it gave my voice a rest. So I'm not a hundred percent. I'm probably eighty five. Play through but, uh, it. Play through good. it. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Did TV <laughs> earlier. First things first. And now doing the odd couple. Lots to get to. So let's introduce the crew and get I'll to say it. this. I'm bummed out today. We'll talk about it later. But I'm bummed out. Okay, I have a feeling I know about, about the baseball what. hall That'll of fame. That'll be a trash talk, I guess. You know that I'm it is a trash pissed. talking Tuesday. So in a moment, I'll come to you about who you're trashing. But we got uh, Kevin Wired on the updates. 
We've got uh, the one and only Elijah Sabuño on social media. Shay Morgan Gart is uh, in for Rob wow. G as the producer. And, of course, on the ones and twos, the one and only DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan. All right, Rob, it is a Trash Talking Tuesday, so second hour of the show, you better trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. You'll get about 30 to 40 seconds to do so. Rob, who are you trashing? I'm trashing the BBWAA, my, my brethren. Wow. Baseball Writers Association. Yes, of America. I don't know. I just, I look at two people who got in, Chris, and I could not, dis, I could not uh, disagree with the selections anymore. Joe Maurer and Todd Helton. Hall of very good players, just not Hall of Famers. Adrian Beltre, a layup. 3,100 yeah. hits, Chris, a layup. 90-something percent. What do you get, 94%? That was not the issue. And Gary Sheffield fell short his last year, about 64%. He needed 75 so he would have to go to the Veterans Committee. So it stinks, but uh, that's who I'm trying. Well, Rob, I got one thing to say to you. I don't want to hear another word about the Basketball Hall of Fame. Anybody gets in. Really? (laughs) Anybody gets in the Baseball Hall of Fame nowadays. It's painful. Yes. It is not what it used to be. Look, Like you said, Joe Maurer, nice player. Right? But a Hall of Famer? Chris, can I let me give you a quick stat. You ready? When they moved to Target Field, he played there eight years, Chris. He had, ready? 32 home runs in like 2,500 at bats, Chris. Wow. Which is equal to four seasons. So he averaged right. eight home runs a season. Eight. Yep. Yep. That is not Hall of Fame. Chris, Daryl Strawberry has more career RBIs than Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer averaged 61 RBIs a season. That's not Hall of Fame. I'm going to be honest, Rob. The last few years, I don't know. It's just felt to me like it, almost like they're looking to just put guys in. I mean, really. I agree. Am, am I wrong? Like, no. I agree. was nice. I mean, he played in Colorado, so, you know, we know what, what, what Chris, goes Chris, go look there. at his numbers home and road. Home right. through the roof. Road. Right. Average player. Yep. Okay. Yep. And the last one is, uh, yeah, just I, I'm with you. And we saw it last year with uh, Scott Rowland. You remember? Scott yeah, Rowland. Yeah. We all saw Scott Rowland. He was a very good player. He wasn't a Hall of Famer. So that's right. where we are. Nice. Nah, it's it's, it's definitely right. lowered the bar. All right. We'll get to more of that later in the show. But, Rob, we got to start here. The news of the day. Uh, and, and a bit surprising, even though, you know, I think we all can look back and say, you know what, yeah, they, they weren't really clicking. But the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, 43 games into the season, fire their first-year coach, Adrian Griffin, longtime assistant, former player, and a guy that, you know, many thought was going to be a good head coach and it didn't work out I, a lot of reasons. Obviously, defensively, they were struggling mightily, Rob. Last year, they were the fourth-rated defensive team in the league. Um, This year, they dropped to 21st. Uh, But they were 30-13. and That's the second-best record in the Eastern Conference and uh, actually tied for the second-best record in the league. 
But they didn't look like Rob. Now, who knows? I mean, they had a new Damian Lillard, obviously. That's a big piece, Christian. That's a adding big adjustment. Yep. Am I right? And, like, like, yes. So I, you, I'm not you sitting can, here to, to make excuses right. or whatever. I'm just saying, like, like, they're not, what's their record, 30 and 13? 30 and 13. They're not 13 and 30, Chris. Okay, I get right. that. Oh, yeah, and, he wouldn't have even gotten this far. If that was, right. right. But but to get fired nowadays with a 30 and 30, can you imagine these older coaches looking going, are you serious? Like that? Well, I think what it speaks to, Rob, is the desperation that this franchise is feeling. Right? They just made a big trade. And let's face it, Damian Lillard, who we all know is a is a great player, top 75, whether you think he should be or not, he is. And he's certainly a first ballot Hall of Famer. He hasn't played as well as usual. And do you blame that on the coach? Do you blame that on Lillard? Whatever. But I, I do think to your point, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're kind of saying, Rob, I mean, it was going to be an adjustment. You were losing Drew Holiday, who was one of your key pieces. You're bringing in a star who has the ball in his hand, so it's not going to happen overnight. And uh, maybe things, as time went on, would have gotten better, but they weren't willing to wait. Um, because I, I got to be honest, right, right now, I think Boston looked better. I think Philly looked better. And Miami getting Terry Rozier, that's a move I really like. I think they, you know, we know they've had Milwaukee's number. I think they probably in the postseason would have had a great chance of beating uh, Milwaukee. So I don't know if this will work out, but I think those are a lot of the reasons. And Rob, let me say this, and, and Giannis, here's a quote Giannis had after they lost to the Rockets on January 6th, Rob. This, tell me if you agree with me. This is a death quote for a coach. And I'm not blaming Giannis, but when you hear this, you got it does not speak well of the coach. Here it is. Now, defensively, we have to have a plan. This is Giannis. What is our strategy? <laughs> Are we going to give a lot of open threes? Are we going to let them get in the paint? When they go in the post, are we going to stay with ours and play one-on-one? -on -one? What is our strategy? Right now, we're giving everything. We are giving everything. We are giving the threes. We are giving straight line drives. We are letting guys play in the post and get comfortable. We're giving offensive rebounds. I mean, Rob, am I wrong or does that sound like we don't agree with the strategy? We don't even know what the – Strategy is defensive. No, Chris, you're, you're being nice. I mean, that that was <laughs> it right there. There you could go right back to that quote. If you're ownership or management or whatever, and you're like, okay, uh, no, no, they don't even the players don't even know what they're doing. Giannis yep. is complaining about defense. Forget that you gave away your best defensive player. Like, like act like that didn't happen, right? Right. Right, like that, because people said and that that's when where they made getting torched on the uh, when they fruit. made the trade. Right, the first yep. thing people said is you just gave up your best defensive player. Yeah, like this is why you were a really good defensive team, and now you know Damian Lillard's not that right. Okay, right. No, so no, so no, so no, you're going to give up something. You got firepower offensively, but defensively you're going to give up something, and and to uh, yeah. you know I I I would expect Chris. 
Like there would be some scandal behind the scenes or the players. You think? Total, no, no, no. I'm saying I could oh. accept that more oh, to get rid of a coach at 30 and 13 this early in the season. It ain't about, Chris, where you are now. I'm sorry. It's about where you are in in April. You know what I mean? Or when? The, but it, it really no, is. Like it's a progress. Like Like being the number one seed now doesn't guarantee you anything. It no. just doesn't. I mean, like, look, there's the record was fine. Right. Offensively, they were fine. Defense was the problem. You, look, you make a legitimate point for giving it a shot, and maybe something will come out that there were, you know, issues or whatever. That's what I'm saying. That Like, that's what it feels like to, to make this move. You, this was not like some guy who hadn't been around, hadn't paid his dues, Chris. Right. All this other stuff. This is a guy who's uh, bred in the NBA. And what were we about, 16 years as an assistant? I mean, like a long time. No, a long time with a lot of okay. teams. Okay, with a lot of, a lot of teams. Yeah. He'd been around. Here's his opportunity. And you give this guy a cup of coffee and a sweet roll and say that's it? Wow. No, I, I hear you. Uh, and that's, that's legitimate. Now, Rob, the big thing, is a big part of this too, is Doc Rivers, apparently about a month ago, Doc Rivers at the – longing of the owners of the Bucks became the consultant for Adrian Griffin. And now he appears to be the lead candidate. I don't, you know, he's certainly one of the lead candidates. Chris, <laughs> Chris, I'm going to stop you because this is, this is lunacy. Okay. This is absolute lunacy. Please. I don't understand it. I, I get Doc Rivers, Long coaching career, won a championship. We gave him a parade. We threw confetti on his head. All that. Long time ago, too. That was a long time ago. And now, here we go again after he's been put, like, he had the Clippers job with Kawhi and Paul George. He was in Philadelphia with Embiid in that group. And and that didn't work out. And now you're going to send him to Giannis. Really? Uh, okay. I, I, Rob, it, it. I'm with you. I, I, why? Why? We and look, we said everybody knows we first guessed this. We said this when Doc went to Philly. Yes. Why? You remember we were floored. We were floored that 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 happened. Doc Rivers has blown more three-one leads than any coach in history. He's blown three of them. Three three-one leads. He's blown four 3-2 leads, Rob, and another 2-0 lead. And I don't mean four 3-2 leads that were 3-1 leads at one point. Separately. All right. what? Why? And I'm not saying Doc's a horrendous coach. Nobody's saying that. But Doc, has he shown that he can get the team over the hump? The Clippers... Hired him. They were a good team. They had Lob City to get past the second round. Never did it. And then uh, Ty Lue comes in. He shows up. Right and, away. And, 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 and Kawhi is hurt, and they get to the Western right. Conference Finals. Right. I'm just saying, like, and I'm going to throw this. I throw this out for a lot of the jobs that are out there. I know he ain't going to get it. Rob, I'd like to see him give Mark Jackson a shot. I know they won't. For yeah. whatever reason, he's blackballed. Kenny Atkinson is another name. I think of Kenny Atkinson as a guy that would be good for a rebuilding team, young team, scrappy, get the most out of him. 
When he was in Brooklyn, Rob, when the, the stars didn't want him. Yep. I just, I I don't know, man. They, I don't know where they're heading. Yeah, the NBA starting to feel like the NHL, Chris. I don't know how close they fire coaches left and right. And now it just seems like, like, like coaches are just getting tossed out. Like everybody wants Darvin Ham fired. Everybody like, like yeah, more so than ever before. They just won the in-season tournament, Chris. And two weeks later, they're like, get rid of Darvin Ham. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right, it is the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your thoughts on the firing of Adrian Griffin in Milwaukee. And do you think Doc Rivers is the answer? Your thoughts next. I Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to on purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. We are live, of course, from the TireRack.com studios. And if you like using debit over credit, you should get rewarded. Now you can with Discover's Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone. With cash back on everyday purchases, there are no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback. Debit, Discover Bank member, FDIC, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Adrian Griffin, gone in Milwaukee. Doc Rivers could be in. Is he the answer? Your thoughts? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Ramon in Indianapolis. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, my two favorite gentlemen? My man. And I tell yeah, you, it's, good, it's, good, it's good just drive. trades out here. Uh, I, I, I've never heard of a 30 and 13. Well, I, I don't know. I have to, I'm about 60, so I think we all around close to that age. You know, you guys look great. And uh, I don't, I've never heard of it. I don't understand it. I, I, it. It just breaks the continuity. You're already fighting to try to get ahead of the game. It's a wide-open race right now. There is no clear-cut favorites. Uh, uh, Denver has shown cracks. Uh, uh, you, you got you know Kevin Durant is doing Superman right now, but they're not a clear-cut favorite. And we don't know how if Kawhi and Paul George and, and uh, James Harden going right, It's early. When the, when the playoffs start, you just stay Maybe healthy. 30 and 30, 30 and 13 puts you at almost 60 wins. You figure you're going to get 58, 59 wins. You're right. First place doesn't mean anything because great teams can go on the road and win. I yep. don't understand it. I, it. It doesn't make any sense. The reports are that the play- now these are reports and these are obviously leaks inside the organization, but they're saying that the players lost confidence in the strategy. And Rob, we just read that. You know, quote from no, but that Chris, that would make sense. It's got to be something of that. It can't be the record or this idea that things have gone awry. It's got to be where Giannis or somebody, and and it's got to be Giannis in that room. It's got to be Giannis, right? Who says that I that this isn't working? I mean, yeah, right? I'll be honest, but I, but I hope they get it right because they mortgage the future. But paying, oh, yeah. two big, they're paying two big salaries, and no matter what people want to say, they can criticize the Lakers all they want to. AD and LeBron did bring the title, bubble or not. That's a trophy in there. Oh, so yeah. you know, no, it, look, the they're desperate. They they it's it's win championship or bust. Period. It's but bust. And thank no you. Thank no questions yep. about thank it. You. And right now, they do not rob look like the team to win the championship. But as you said. It was a long way to go. Our buddy Chris from uh, West Palm Beach, I always butcher his name. Put him on. <laughs> we got uh, Hello? Pipe, pipe, pipe him up. Benito? Benito. 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 What Say up, it man? again. Say it again. Biento. Biento. Chris, you remember Biento? He bet us. 
Uh, he met us a long time ago from West Palm <laughs> Beach. Where you yes, been? How are you, man? I've been here, man. I've been working. Same old, man. Just watching these games and doing. All right. So you still Good listening? You just you. ain't been calling in. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been listening. You guys have a great show. Thank, Thank you, buddy. You, okay. Man. What's what up? Got? All right. So with Doc Rivers, I think this was the perfect hire because with Doc. Well, Rivers, they haven't hired Doc yet, but that's the. Uh, I, I, those are the yeah, reports think, that he's he's in the running. I think Doc. I think Doc has had a bad rap in his 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 last few jobs because. His last few jobs, his players just couldn't get the job done and to 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 end the series. And with this Bucks team, they have a Dame, they have a they have a Chris Middleton that can close games. So we just need Doc Rivers to come in to manage the personalities, manage the first to three quarters. Something is have something organized. They just didn't like that about the rookie head coach. He just they didn't. He have had to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George with the Clippers. But they choked. We've seen we've seen uh, uh, that series. They, Doc Rivers got them the lead. They didn't close the series. At the end of the day, these players have to close the series. This, Chris I mean, Middleton look, and Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard Chris, has already proven that they can close games. Kawhi Doc proved Rivers it too until he didn't. Right. Nah. Exactly. Like you can't, and wait a minute. You're, you're giving you're giving Doc Rivers you're giving on, Doc Rivers this too much everywhere slack. Everywhere Doc's been. Exactly. Come on now. I mean, you can't. Everywhere, you just, everywhere Doc. Man, they haven't had a player like Giannis and Damian. I mean, he, he, had, no had, Embiid and Harden. he had Embiid and Harden in Philly. What, he, he, he had Kawhi and Paul George, George with Kawhi. the Clippers. They were Not leading. Chris Paul. Chris, they I were mean, up three to one against Denver in that series. They were winning. What are you right. talking about? Chris. Chris Paul couldn't win it with the Phoenix Suns, so Man, that's not Doc's fault. Come on, bro. Maybe I think Maybe you're giving Doc a pass. I think you're giving Doc a pass, uh, like too much of a pass. Nobody's saying it's all his fault, but boy, right. everywhere he's gone, it just seems the same. Tim from Queens, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Tim? What's up, guys? How y'all doing today, man? Doing good, great. Man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I, I feel like it was a little hasty to do it, only because it was a, it's a first year coach. And also remember what happened with the Ime Udoka in the beginning of the Celtics. They wasn't really yeah. buying in yet. Then they made point. that run to the finals. Everybody was like, "Oh, very uh, good point." It seemed like it seemed like you know Giannis just didn't like what was going on, so he was just like, you know, get him out of here. Like he wasn't getting his way because. I've seen another report that he didn't want Nick Nurse. Why would you right, not want that he wanted Griffin over Nick well. Nurse? I tell you what. Why would you not? They be in good shape with Nick Nurse. I tell you that much. So and then so I was like, something is going on. Giannis has got a little bit too much power. Like how Robbie's saying, sometimes the player got a little bit too much power in picking things. Like so, I agree with that a little bit. Yeah, you got to be careful like, though, because what you what are you gonna do if this if you get Doc Rivers and this flames out? Now what? Right, like, like now. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think Doc Rivers is a good replacement. Like I'm tired of seeing him. I'm. I don't know how he keeps getting jobs. You would think his agent is like Rich Paul or something like that. Like <laughs> the way he just keep getting jobs over and over and over again with no. I don't think he's good for this, but you know, you you would think that Doc Rivers has uh, ten championships, Chris. I'm just saying. I, I mean, the Celtics. Well, first Thanks, it was Tim. Orlando, then Boston. Then the Clippers, then Philly. Eh, I, I. You think it's you think it's a done deal in Milwaukee? 
I don't. Just your gut. I uh, gut, 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 gut. Gut. Yeah, because probably, because yeah. he was a consultant. Yeah, he was right? consulting. I mean, he was already there. Ownership I mean, had I'm already Griffin, brought into. I don't him. like that. Right? I'm like, dude, I'm the coach. I, a consultant. I can bring it on on an assistant coach. I don't need a consultant. Right. You know. So yeah. All right. Ephraim Salam's around the corner. Uh, but first, our man Kevin Wired with the update. Kev. Yeah, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame now has three new members. Our first electee was a superstar at the plate and in the field, playing 21 seasons for the Dodgers, Mariners, Red Sox, and Rangers. Today, Adrian Beltre becomes a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Beltre getting in on his first ballot. He got 95.1% of the votes, over 3,100 hits. And I agree with you, Rob. I mean, a cinch Hall of Famer. The only gripe I have, the only issue I have is that he's not going in with a Dodger cap on. I'm still upset over that 20 years later that uh, Paul V. Podesta, a.k.a. Jonah Hill, uh, let him walk into free agency and he uh, went to Seattle. So uh, a little bitter there. But uh, Helton and Mauer. Also getting in, Maurer got 76.1% of the votes. He also got in on his first year. Helton, 79.7% of the ballots he got in on his sixth attempt. Billy Wagner, coming up just short by five votes. He got 73.8% overall. This is his second to last year on the ballot. Gary Sheffield also coming up short. Longtime manager Jim Leland, also selected for this year's class by the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee, Back in December. NBA news, of course, the big news of the day. The Bucks firing head coach Adrian Griffin after just 43 games and ESPN reporting that Doc Rivers has emerged as a serious candidate to become the new head coach. Other NBA news, Tristan Thompson suspended 25 games without pay by the NBA on Tuesday for violating the league's anti-drug policy after he tested positive for PEDs. Earlier this morning, the Heat acquiring Charlotte Hornets guard Terry Rozier for guard Kyle Lowry in a protected 2027 first-round pick. NFL news. NFL Network saying Jim Harbaugh in L.A. today to meet with the Chargers for a second time, and they made him an extremely strong offer. That's according to the sources at NFL Network, and a deal is within striking distance. Speaking of the Chargers, their former general manager, Tom Telesco, well, he's found some new employment after the Chargers relieved him of his duties. The Raiders hiring him to be their next general manager. Back to you guys. Hey, hey, Chris, Tristan Thompson will not make the Baseball Hall of Fame. I just want him to know that. (laughs) Now that he's tested positive for PEDs. Right, right. All right. Uh, Well, there you have it, Kevin Wire with the update. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Our next guest. Fox Sports Radio Weekend, superstar, former NFL offensive lineman, the one, the only, Ephraim Salam. What up, brother? What's happening, man? How you doing, brother? Good. Hey, we are hey, great, Ephraim, man. I want you to know, Chris was out yesterday, but I renamed Buffalo uh, to, to Wide Right New York now. Don't call it Buffalo anymore. Wide Right New York. Come on. Come on, man. Buffalo, can you imagine those fans and the heartbreak that uh, that franchise has been through? I've always said, don't put it in the hands of the kicker, man. Man, I've always said that, that weather, right? Yep, coming down the stretch, those those last two plays on second and third down were terrible, terrible plays uh, in terms His of decisions, your, right? 
putting yourself in position to even go for it on fourth down, right? Right. Like if we're going, I would have been, I would have, it would have made more sense to me for us to get to fourth and two, fourth and one, and make a decision, we're going to go win this game uh, and, and not uh, try to tie it up and go to overtime. I would have been more comfortable with that than the, the play calling. Uh, on the second down play, I, I believe he missed Diggs, who was wide open. Right. Right, uh, went for Shakir you know, in the end zone. Yeah, right. So, like, those type of decisions right there, and, and then just, I guess, chalking it up to, well, we in field goal range. Let's just try this. And, you know, we've seen far too many games come down to uh, that of a, the leg of a kicker, and it always leaves a bad taste in teammates and fans' mouths. Although I do know it's part of the game, it's still tough. So, I mean, obviously some of that decision-making is on Josh Allen. Maybe some's on Sean McDermott. I mean, he's not the offensive coordinator. But do you think they need a coaching change? I think Sean McDermott did a good job. But, I mean, is it time for a new voice? I think they probably hit the summit as far as they can go with him. Uh, And you look at who's out there. I don't know how much longer Harbaugh will be out there. But Belichick, Mike Vrabel, like – do you think they should run it back with McDermott or look elsewhere? Well, I, I think McDermott has earned his 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 right to 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 be there. What I will say is, in terms of offensive play callers, ever since Brady has taken over those duties, um, it, it's been trying to it, protect Josh Allen from himself. Right, and, and what I what, what I say, what I mean by that is the fact that they won't allow him because his propensity to throw an interception or be loose with the ball. Uh, they won't allow him to continually attack down the field. You'll get one or two off, like that pass he threw early uh, in in the fourth quarter to to Diggs. That was I mean, it dropped caught, it in the right? bucket. Yep. And, it, I mean, you, you can't – but they're not going to let him do that the whole game because that's when, you know, I mean, he had 18 interceptions this year. So a lot of uh, passes at the line of scrimmage, a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage, five yards down the field. I think they had uh, three passes, uh, attempts over 20 yards or something like that. So they're trying to protect Josh Allen from himself. And you, you can't do that. You won't find ultimate success if you're trying to take away one of his strongest attributes, and that's his arm strength down the field. Let, let's talk about uh, Lamar and his first uh, playoff game this season. Uh, you know, after the great regular season, everybody believes going to be the MVP. What do you think of that? And also, you know, the Texans had scored over 40 points in their first playoff game, and they were held to a field goal other than the uh, – what was it, the uh, punt return. The punt return. That yeah. was the only touchdown they got. I mean, they got a field goal in the first quarter, and, and that was it. What did you well, make of uh, well, Lamar we, we, and, and that Ravens defense? Well, we, we knew coming into the game that the Ravens, or into the playoffs, the Ravens had one of the top defenses in the league, if not the top. I think they're in the top two in terms of – I think uh, Cleveland might have been ahead, right, Chris? I right, think just, just by a little. Number. Just, just, yeah. Right, one or, one or two. So we, we knew – uh, coming into that game, the defense was going to show up and be ready to play, especially at, at home. Uh, offensively, what we did see was we saw a little apprehension, a little rust, uh, not playing in, for two weeks out of the yep. offense. And to Lamar Jackson's credit, he went in, and I believe he talked about this after the game in the post-game interview, about some a reporter asked him who spoke at halftime, and he said it was me. And he stood up in front of the team and made the decision that, hey, 
We're not going out like this. We need to do uh, things uh, differently in the second half. And we saw him come out immediately and take the game over. So as far as my thoughts on him, I thought he did exactly what he needed to do, exactly what an MVP candidate uh, did, and that's take over the game. You know, you throw for two uh, touchdowns, you run for two touchdowns, you run 400 yards. I mean, Whatever it takes, and that's yep. his, that was his mindset coming out in the second half, whatever I have to do to get us there, that's what I'm going to do. And that's all you can ask. Kansas City really showed the heart of a champion in beating Buffalo. So how do you like this match? I mean, I, I don't think you could ask for anything better. Baltimore, no, Kansas City, how you like it? This is a this is a great matchup, and I think this is what uh, people anticipated uh, throughout the second half of the season where we'd get down – to probably these two teams uh, in the AFC Championship game, and it, it's going to be must-see TV. It's going to be a wild sight. We, you know, Patrick Mahomes just answered the question: Can he win a playoff game on the road? Just went up to Buffalo in tough conditions and, and pulled that out. Uh, but this is going to be a whole other beast. Going to, going to Baltimore with a rich culture of winning through defense and uh, uh, championships. Like, this is going to be fever pitch, uh, something that I don't think he's experienced in his his dynamic but brief uh, run as, as a starting quarterback in this league, six years. It's going to be a whole other animal, and I believe Baltimore is up for the challenge. Okay, last thing, too, uh, the 49ers and the Lions. Uh, 49ers didn't look good for three quarters, and then, you know, Brock Purdy got it done when they needed it most. Uh, and the Lions, of course, beat Tampa Bay. But do the Lions have a shot if they can run the ball against the 49ers to upset them? Or are we looking at the 49ers and Ravens, the two best teams all year, being in the Super Bowl? Or can the Lions pull a big upset? Well, well look, Rob, you, you know how I feel about Detroit. I know how you feel about Detroit. A lot of tears. I played there for one year. Not very good. And it... it just to watch what Dan Campbell and his staff has done for that organization, we thought it would never happen. And it took a, a, a psycho, a madman, talking about kneecaps and 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 knocking, getting knocked down, and all. it took that to get this team to believe in itself. And they do have a shot; they have a puncher's chance. But what I do want to talk about is, I like I so the, for the life of me, I can't understand the unfair criticism. Of, of of Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy, just hear me out. If Brock Purdy was a was a first round draft pick last year, if he was a first round draft pick last year, we would be commending him because he would be a young player in his second year who was in the MVP conversation and has taken his team to the NFC Championship game twice. Like you would sign up for that for a first round uh, draft pick quarterback, correct? First pick in the draft, this would be an amazing year for him. He was the last pick in the draft uh, last year. He played half the season last year, got him to the NFC Championship game, got him hurt. He's played the full season this year. He's won 20 out of 25 games, but yet people refuse to give him credit for being talented, and I don't understand that. To me, it makes no sense. I do agree with you. If this was Trey Lance doing the exact same thing, everybody would be saying he's a superstar. If it was Mac I'm Jones, if, if, this was, if Mac Jones had his record, we'd be like, oh, my God, they got it right. They did right. this. They did that. 
But all of a sudden, because he was the last pick in the draft, I, 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 just, I, I, I hear it, but I, I can't. I can't fully endorse that because nobody uh, did that in St. Louis. Uh, I just uh, – who am I thinking of? Kurt Warner. Uh, when Kurt Warner showed up, who wasn't even drafted, nobody okay. – quest- yep. I'm just I'm, – nobody said Kurt Warner's no good because the eye test was better. I'm just saying, Ephraim, Kurt he Warner wasn't even drafted. No, but he he had a lot of weapons too. Nobody said that. Oh, Kurt Warner's just doing this because he has weapons. He had a lot of weapons. And so exactly. So why are we saying that about Brock Purdy? I just think that Kurt Warner looked apart. He had fifty touchdowns his first year. There was no denying his talent. I I, I don't think there was any denying his talent. Well, we got to run, Ephraim. But uh, good. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. We'll see how this this weekend goes. Yep. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob. Keep it locked, Fox Sports Radio. Take out the papers and the trash. Oh man, now that's some good trash talking. Thanks for listening to the I Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. 
You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. All right, you're tuned into the Odd Couple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And um, take the mystery out of the meat aisle with GoodRanchers.com. Enjoy 100% American steakhouse quality meat. That's saying something. And seafood delivered straight to your door. Support local farms and enjoy $20 off plus free shipping with code AMERICA. GoodRanchers.com, American meat delivered. I I had some, Chris. I had some steaks delivered to my crib. Did you get yours yet? I got my steaks. Yeah, I haven't eaten them. And I had a ribeye bone-in, Chris. Delicious. Delivered straight to the house. Delicious. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Check out my Instagram. There's a picture of it. Good ranchers, man. Really good stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of that, really good stuff. Here's Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. All right, here we go, Chris. No LeBron tonight. Uh, Lakers are at the Clippers here in Los Angeles. Clippers minus nine and a half. I'm going to take the Clippers minus nine and a half against the Lakers. I know the Lakers beat them earlier this year, but I got the Clippers tonight, Chris. Also, the Nuggets are in uh, Indianapolis to take on the Pacers. I got the Watch Nuggets the minus right four now. and a half. Pacers up nine. Pacers up take? nine. Oh, it's yeah. early. <laughs> you might want to change it. No, no, no. I put that out. This is on social earlier, so we're good. And also, I've got the Knicks minus three and a half uh, at Brooklyn. So, uh, Knicks minus three and a half, Nuggets minus four and a half, and the Clippers minus nine and a half. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right, there you have it. Rob, last night, and we're going to get into Joel Embiid's huge night with 70 points. But Carl Anthony Towns... Uh, for a moment, I thought he might best Embiid. They were playing the Charlotte Hornets, uh, Towns' Timberwolves. And uh, he dropped 62, Rob. Was Everybody but, was trying to do the Kobe on the anniversary. Yes. Chris. That was the anniversary last night. Of his 81-point game. Of his 81. Yes. So Embiid had 70 and, and Cat had how many? 62, 62. Right? 62. Yeah. But um, in the fourth quarter, the they were trying to get Towns, like, I don't know how many points they're trying to get him. Maybe 81 for all I knew. But they were trying to get him the ball, and they, they kind of just, I mean, it was, it really looked good. Anthony Edwards was just looking for Towns, and, you know, it was nice that they were looking out for their teammate, but they forgot they were had a basketball game to win. And in the fourth quarter, they were outscored 36 to 18. And Cat only had four points on two of 10 shooting. <laughs> and Rob, the coach, Chris Finch, was disgusted. In fact, he called it an absolute, this is a direct quote, absolutely disgusting performance of defense 
and immature basketball. This is what happens when you have this type of approach. He said about Towns forcing shots and the players forcing him the ball and all that. Look, Chris Finch has done a great job with that team. They have the best record in the West. Um, And I hope, and I believe, I don't think he would have came out and said that if he wasn't that type of coach. And he speaks, you know, candidly to them like that. But I just hope that Towns isn't offended by this to the point where it, it affects his play. Chris, they lost. And he shouldn't be. They lost. And as a coach, it's about winning, not individual stats. If they were winning like the Embiid in Philly, Chris, and and, and, right. and you're in a situation where you're up. Because they were looking to get Embiid to rock. Okay, too. but they were up. They weren't yep. down. They yep. weren't passing up guys who were open to, to make sure that one player gets the ball. The coach had every right to, to say, that's not acceptable. What, what are we doing here? You just said it. They had the best record in the West. They're trying to win, they're trying to win something. What, what is yep. this? Nah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, too bad he couldn't drop. because Nobody's going to really remember much about that 62 points. Uh, and it might be negative what they remember. Keep it locked. Ah, a couple. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.